Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Bucks game is over. And now, it's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing, we trust one another. What happened, we trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just going to have to be more disciplined. He's going to have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post-game show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, Bucks uh, come up with winners tonight, 117 to 106 over the Chicago Bulls. They do it. Without Giannis tonight, without George Hill tonight uh, as well. The Bulls themselves playing down players uh, too. No Chris Dunn, no Otto Porter uh, for the Bulls. So both teams playing depleted. The Bucks got off to a rough start uh, to start this one off and uh, fought their way back and got off the air, didn't realize Isaiah Cannon uh, was all of a sudden a buck at that point. Uh, everything we had seen prior to getting off the air was that they were in the process of trying to find another guard to replace George Hill. It turns out it's Isaiah Cannon, and he was already willing and ready to go play in Chicago tonight and hit a couple of big threes uh, early in the first half of this game to kind of keep them within shooting distance uh, so the Bulls didn't pull away and run away on him. Uh, so a couple of big threes in that one for Isaiah Cannon. Uh, in the first half. I don't mind the Isaiah Cannon uh, ad defensively. I don't know if he's anything to write home about, but he can shoot the outside shot, and that's what this team is all about, hitting threes. Uh, So we'll see uh, how long Isaiah Cannon is around. But listening to the radio broadcast, uh, I would assume George Hill isn't going to be back for a while. So Isaiah Cannon, it is uh, your show, and uh, we'll see what you do with it uh, going forward uh, with this Milwaukee Bucks team. Uh, let's go inside the box score in a 117-106 win. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, so the Bucks get the win. Ersan Ilyasova, 24 minutes, 4 of 7, 1 of 3 from 3, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 10 points, 6 boards, 1 assist. Ersan Ilyasova. Chris Middleton, 27 minutes, 6 of 16 from the floor, 3 of 5 from 3, 7 of 10 from the free throw line, 22 points, 4 boards, 3 assists, and 2 turnovers. Brooke Lopez, 27 minutes, 5 of 12 from the floor, 0 of 7 from 3, 3 of 3 from the line. Did have a big dunk there, though, towards the end of the game. 13 points, 4 boards, and assists, a steal. 5 block shots. What a block shots he's had this year. It's just amazing to me, to be honest with you. Eric Bledsoe, 26 uh, minutes, 3 of 5 from the floor, 1 of 3 from 3, 1 of 2 from the free throw line. 8 points, 5 boards, 4 assists, a couple of turnovers for Bledsoe. Malcolm Brogdon, 25 minutes, 7 of 15 from the floor, 4 of 7 from 3, 4 of 4 from the line, 22 minutes, a couple of boards, 5 assists, and 1 turnover. 
As we go to the bench, Pat Connaughton, 28 minutes, 4 of 10 from the floor, 2 of 6 from 3, 10 points, 6 boards, 5 assists, a steal, and 1 turnover for Pat Connaughton. 23 minutes for Tony Snell, 2 of 6 from the field, 0 of 3 from 3, 4 points, 4 boards, 3 assists, a steal, a block uh, for Tony Snell. 23 minutes for Miritich, 5 of 11, 3 of 9 from downtown, 13 points, 4 boards, 2 assists, for Miritich. 20 minutes for DJ Wilson. Hey, hey, he got to play. Three of five from the floor, one of three from three. Seven points, eight boards, one turnover, and a love fest for DJ Wilson on Twitter tonight. Uh, Christian Wood, three minutes, one of one from the floor, missed both free throws. One board, one turnover, and two points. Colson, three minutes, zero of one from three-point range for him. Uh, and then, of course, Isaiah Cannon, 12 minutes, two of two from three-point range for him. A board, two assists, and six points. 46.2% for the Milwaukee Bucks from the field, 446 for the Chicago Bulls. Bulls 9 of 26 from deep. Uh, your Milwaukee Bucks 17 of 49. 49 threes attempted tonight. They shot 34.7%. Free throw line 15 to 22 for Chicago, 16 of 23 uh, for the Bucks. Both stunk pretty much at the free throw line there. 45 to 41 rebound advantage, your Milwaukee Bucks. Assist 31-26, Bulls advantage there. Turnovers 7 for Chicago, only 8 for Milwaukee, so neither team really turned over much. Bucks win 117 to 106. I don't know what everybody else thought of this game, uh, but I'll tell you that it felt like a Sunday Brewers game to me, where it was predetermined, I think, by the coaching staff that they were going to treat this like a rest day for their team. Giannis, you're not going to play. You got some knee soreness, so we're going to use this day to sit you. Uh, and everybody else isn't going to play a ton of minutes. Only 25 minutes for Brockton, only 26 minutes for Eric Bledsoe. He empties out the bench uh, and plays his bench. DJ Wilson gets 20, 23 for Snell, 28 for Pat Connaughton. It just felt like a Sunday Brewers game where, you know, all the bench guys get a chance to get in there, get in the starting lineup and play a little bit, uh, and it's not the biggest of deals if you come up on the losing end. That's what it felt like to me. I don't know what it felt like to you, but that's what it felt like to me. Question of the night tonight. Uh, obviously, you can call in and get in on this game if you'd like to. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057-FM-THE-FAN. Uh, considering we've seen a lot about this knee soreness uh, for Giannis, do you think it would be wise for the Bucks to rest Giannis more games down the stretch, even if that means costing them seeding? Do you think it would be wise for the Bucks to rest Giannis more games down the stretch, even though... That may cost them seating. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FMTheFan. And uh, I know a lot of you know the Twitter account. Uh, so you guys can tweet us there. Or I always like talking on the phone. It's a lot more fun because then we can actually go back and forth. Uh, but again, it's totally your call. You know, we've seen before that it is a situation where if Giannis isn't going to play, they call it, say, load management or whatever. And then in the other situations, it'll say knee soreness. And it has been deemed as knee soreness quite a few times uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks. Having said that, I'm totally fine if they want to rest him a bunch of games down the stretch. If his knee is that tender and is providing that much issue that he has to get games off, 
This isn't a situation where it's a back-to-back. They don't play tomorrow. They didn't play yesterday. You picked a random game to sit them on the road in Chicago against the bad basketball team. So if this truly is a knee issue, knee soreness, and that's what they're listening it as on the injury report, then yeah, rest of some more games going forward. I'm totally fine with that. No problem. It costs you the one seed, live with it. But you need him in the postseason. You can't be in a situation where you get to the postseason and that knee all of a sudden flares up and now you're missing Giannis for a game or two because the knee's out of control. So in in my opinion, if, if that means resting a few more games here, uh, down the stretch in the next month, month and a half of the season, and if it ends up costing you the one seed or whatever the case may be, I'm okay with that. I really am because I, I think this team is good enough to win at home or win on the road in the playoffs. I don't think it's that big of a deal if you're the one seed or the two seed, really, uh, at the end of the day. At least as far as how they've played in the regular season, it doesn't appear that it's that big of a deal. So what say you? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. Anthony Mandela, I already got people on hold. Where are we going first? We sure do. Carl on the south side, you're first up on the fan. Hey, appreciate you guys for taking my call so early. No problem. Listen, uh, don't take this too offense, but are you crazy, man? Like, even if it costs a seating? Well, it could. I mean, depending on how many games, depending on how many games you set him for, is his knee more important than seating or no? I would say his knee is important, but let's let's not get carried away. Um, I'm just I'm actually excited the fact that we actually get a superstar that we can sit down this year. For sure. You know what I mean? We we yeah. have never been up in this position. Nope. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I don't want to get complacent with, you know, sitting him down and him not, you know, he's still chasing the MVP. Sure is. So I don't I don't want to get complacent with him just sitting on the bench. Plus, man, you got fans that are paying to see this guy play. You know what I mean? Uh, they don't that, care about you. Them. Just stop. They don't they don't I, care about know, you. Know, they I care about that. winning a ring. That's what they care about. And, and and trust me, I understand that, but at the same time, man, we have never been in this this position. And for us to actually even think that we should, you know, play for the second seat, you got to look at who we're going to be facing. The Sixers are no no scrub, the Celtics are no punk, and honestly the Pacers, we, we don't want that. What we really want is for a team like the Nets or a team like the Hornets to play those guys the first round. You're going to. Seed. You will. But, I mean, right now, you could slide all the way to the three seed, and you're still going to get Brooklyn, the Pistons, or the Hornets. But I'm saying, I don't know. It just it rubs me the wrong way going into the, you know, with such momentum and then, you know, kind of tanking it and choking it off towards the end, the dead end. I want to go in, number one, I want to go in being the biggest, the baddest, baddest guys on the block with Giannis, the MVP, going head first, going at anybody. And I want it on our home turf. We deserve that, man. The Bucks fans, that they put in work. From the crappiest teams that we didn't deal with with Jason Kidd, we deserve to be number one, fighting up, you know, going up against these, these mediocre teams and then knocking off the top-tier teams in the Eastern Conference Finals. I got the Bucks taking out the Warriors, and I got the Bucks going all the way for the championship. Call me crazy, but that's what I got. I don't think anybody can call you crazy. They got the best record in the NBA. That, that, exactly. I mean. And we got links. And we got length. Sure. We match up great against Golden State Warriors. If pe- people don't really give us any credit, and that's the thing that's killing me right now, why that's that should have been a topic. Why don't we get the media attention that we deserve? People are taking our last you haven't year won accomplishment. In the, you haven't won in the postseason. But I mean, we didn't have coaching, and what? we didn't even Maybe. have a big. Well, that very we well may. I'm just. We didn't have a center. I, I don't you know disagree I mean? with anything you're saying, but you're asking why nobody's taking you seriously. Well, that's yeah. why nobody's taking you seriously until 
the Bucs win a series or two in the postseason, nobody's going to take them seriously. And furthermore, I think even if they win the first round, I still don't think people are going to take them seriously. Once they win their second-round matchup against whoever it is, Toronto, yeah. Philly, Boston, once they do that, then everybody will be taking them seriously going into the Eastern Conference Finals. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And like I said, man, just thanks for taking my call, man. You do a phenomenal job talking Bucks And uh, go Bucks, man. We can actually do it this year, y'all. Let's buy in. Yep. Let's own the future. It's here now. Let's go, baby. The future is now. Ain't no question about that. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. But but again, that, that's what I'm saying. Depending on this knee thing. And remember, at the beginning of the year, they said surgery wasn't going to fix the knee. That That's not really a thing. They said rest is what's best for that knee. That's what they said. Now, right now, as I'm looking at the standings, let me refresh here and, and make sure it's uh, it's up to date. As I'm looking at the standings currently, the Bucs are up two and a half games on the Toronto Raptors. Two and a half. So that's that's a decent amount of games to be up on the Toronto Raptors uh, at this point. Uh, is Toronto currently playing? No. So two and a half games up on the Raptors. And then even bigger distance down to like six games over the three seed. So you have room to rest him a few more games. And if you just look ahead here at the schedule, uh, we'll do that after the sports flash. Before we do the, uh, before we do that though, let's go to the uh, screaming Sicilian frozen pizza play of the game. We know you can do that. You're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Craft Pizzas. All right, so what did Anthony Mandela and Duck Dynasty come up with for this one? Highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Our boy Sam actually hooked us up. Oh, Sam is in the house. He Sam is. in the house tonight as well. And uh, Marcus Johnson gave us a little bit of a Spanish lesson. Rook doesn't even acknowledge him as Robin runs back and does his own little too hot routine. Similar, similar to what Brooke does when he knocks down threes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Robin smiles at his brother flushing. So that's what I normally do. I hit a three. I'm six for 21 this season on threes. And you go in and do this. Hermano. Hermano. That's pretty good. Marcus Johnson has been in rare form the last few games. I love this dude. He is. He's been in rare form, man. He is just picking up the pace, just like this Bucks basketball team is. Highly courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin, Paschke and Marcus Johnson on the call. Get to a sports flash. Get more of your calls. Coming up next, tweets as well. Are you willing to sit Giannis to rest his knee for a few games, even if it means costing you seating? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The fan. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, welcome back. The Bucks get a victory tonight over the Chicago Bulls. And I don't know if I'd say it's an impressive victory necessarily. But anytime you win without Giannis, it's something to be taken and noticed, I guess, at the very least. The fact that they're able to get it done without Giannis. Uh, and they win 117-106 to 106, uh, against the Bulls team 
that I believe had won, what, three straight coming into this one and actually been feeling pretty good about themselves. But they, like the Bucks were missing players. Uh, but still impressive, especially the Isaiah Cannon thing where you literally picked him up and put him in uniform and then had him go play 12 minutes tonight and hit two, both three-pointers uh, that he attempted. That's, that's, that's pretty impressive. All right. Defensive uh, play of the game. Anthony Mandela, what you say? Uh, Hermano e Hermano part dos. Oh, all right. Put back. Lanzo loses off his leg, but that's good defense by Brooke on that play. The thing that was hard about tonight oh. is that, except for that, Brooke Lopez I heard. Block, I literally, I will just be honest with you, I was been driving all night long, so I listened to most of the game on the radio and well, pretty much watched none of it until I got here. That's exactly where I'm going with this because you listen to Ted Davis on the Bucks radio network. Ton Everything he does is a highlight. Ton Everything. Of, ton of highlights. Giannis passes it yeah. out of bounds. Yeah. You know, everything's great. You could do a highlight so show probably of about five to ten minutes every night just based on Ted Davis's call. So I'm in the car coming back from around halftime. And it sounds like Brooke just devastates. I couldn't even tell who with the block because Ted was so jazzed. Mm-hmm. So I come back. I go through the box score. I go find the highlight. We rewind. They're talking about some other nonsense coming back from a break. But see, the, in, uh, let me explain something to people real quickly here. Um, it is so much different doing radio play-by-play versus TV play-by-play. And anybody that's done both, there's quite a few people that have, will tell you it's a huge difference. Because... When you're doing radio, you have to do play-by-play, literally describing everything, because nobody can see how big of a block shot it was, right? Nobody can see the pass that was made. So you really have to emphasize what really is happening in the game, more so than you do on TV, because TV is a visual medium. So everybody, well, not everybody, but people that that can see, obviously, are, are watching know what happened. So you can get into storytelling and doing all this other stuff. Even in baseball, when you know when Euchre gets into his storytelling, he still, you know, gets excited on the home run or a big double or whatever, just stops the story and goes into the play-by-play call. Basketball, you don't really have to. Everybody can see for the most part what's going on at that point. Now, if you're vision impaired, obviously, then it's it's the radio or the TV and being vision impaired and trying to listen to a TV call uh, probably can't be all that much fun because you don't get nearly the amount of description as you do uh, on the radio. Bucks win 117-106. to uh, The question on the table is this. With Giannis with the right knee soreness, are you up for resting him a few more games here down the stretch just to make sure he's healthy enough for the playoffs so you don't have to miss any games in the playoffs, even though resting him for those few games might cost you seating? 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM the fan. Where are Mike, we going to, Anthony? Mike on the south side. You're on the postgame hey, show. What's up? Hey, Spark. I mean, I want to see the Greek is right out there every game, but the big man needs rest, you rest him. When the playoffs start, I want him 90 to 95% healthy. And that's what it comes down to. Well, that's I mean, We've been lucky with injuries. Go ahead. Well, that's the other thing about this is, okay, so that first round you get some some team that you're going to annihilate, or at least that's the expectation, right? So he doesn't, have to, he doesn't have to play a ton of minutes that first series. Right. But after that, when you get to the second round and you get to the Eastern Conference Finals, you would think he's going to be playing 35, 36 minutes a night, you would think. Yeah. I mean, we all want to drive to Ferrari every day, but that, that ain't a reality. We need the guy. Thanks for taking the call. Right. And, and that's the thing. 
is you're going to need him in the playoffs. And if you don't have him in the playoffs or you have to limit his minutes in the playoffs because of the knee, that is that is the biggest issue at the end of the day. And you have to have him out there. So, again, if it costs me the one seat, so be it. Thanks for the call. Uh, okay, where to next, Anthony Mandela? Check in with Adam in Kansas City. What's up, Adam? Hey, man. Uh, I think I'd have to disagree. Uh, I think at this moment, we don't want to risk a one seed uh, if we don't have to. I uh, get an absolutely great call. And uh, we miss going to the games. And uh, they're definitely talking about it down here. And uh, here at G. Dude, your phone is breaking up horribly. I can barely understand you. Call me back when you get a better cell. Thanks for the call. I feel bad because he's sitting there waiting on holds from Kansas City. But Radio.com not... app. Radio.com app. I, I can't, but we can't take I mean, I, I understood every other word that he was saying. These Some of happen. what he was saying, it sounded like, was that they were talking about the Bucks down in Kansas City, even though uh, on Sports Talk Radio down there now. You know, remember Josh Vernier is down there, former co-host of the Big Show, doing a show down there. So that helps having somebody that that's been up here and might still be a little bit of a Bucks fan, which Vernier is um, down there. That that always helps too, uh, if that's who he was listening to. Uh, let's see here. You know, the the other thing about this is uh, Nick tweets at the fan. No, just rest him against bums like the Bulls uh, is what Nick says as far as resting Giannis. I don't know, man. I, I don't. Maybe I'm being conservative about this um, and being a scaredy cat, and that's fine. If if that's what I'm being, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But they're not winning anything if he can't play in the postseason. Could you imagine being in Game 7 and his knee is swelling and he can't walk and mm-hmm. he can't get out there to play, and now you want to play Game 7 of a series without him? Because you didn't want to rest him in the regular season down the stretch to try and give that knee as much time as possible. And again, I'm not a doctor, so I have no idea. All I know is at the beginning of the year, this organization said it doesn't need surgery. The best thing for Giannis is rest. That's how they were going to treat the knee. That's what they said. And they've been giving him days off throughout the season with knee soreness. Okay, fine. But when you get to the playoffs, you don't get that. You don't get to say, "Oh, I'm going to rest him in Game Three. I mean, I guess. I mean, if you're, if, if that's, let me ask you this, Mandela. If they're in the second round of the playoffs and they're playing Boston or Philly, if that's happening, yeah, and the series is tied at one, and they sit him Game Three, mm-hmm. how many people do you think freak out? Um. Now, I would predict 100%, but every time you've asked me what Bucks Nation would do, I've been wrong. Yes. Uh, but I really have a gut feeling I'd be right about that one. See, and and, and I don't know. If you're up 2 nothing, if you're up 2-1, maybe it's not I, as I don't, bad. I don't but... know because I, I, I feel like the confidence of the fan base is like through the roof right now. Like they're just kind of sheep just following along. They and whatever can beat anybody. Whatever the organization tells you, you just buy and hook, line, and sinker, and you're just a bunch of sheep right now. And that's great, right? Because you've never been in this situation, per se, uh, as a fan base, to have the number one team uh, in all of the NBA, to have a chance to go to the NBA Finals, to have a chance to win the damn thing. You've never been in this position, most of us, because most of us can't remember when they won the NBA championship with Lou Alcindor. 
So that's fine. I'm not being critical of that aspect of it. But I, there's a part of me that thinks that if that scenario were to happen, 1-1 in a series, he sits game three because they want to rest him with knee soreness. I got a feeling most Bucks fans would be like, it doesn't matter if they lose this game. We're still going to win the series with Giannis. But where the rub is going to be is if he can't play a game seven of a series and they lose and his knee is ballooned up however big and swollen whatever else and he can't get out there and physically play because you know he's going to try and physically play no matter how bad the pain is in the playoffs. He's going to try and gut it out. That is where the that's where everybody's going to lose their mind. Now, would resting him here the rest of the regular season, more games than not, would that help you know, alleviate that that process or that problem from happening in the playoffs? I don't know. I'm just going off what they said at the beginning of the year. That rest is the best is the best medicine for keeping this knee where you want it. Well, I th- I think just looking up the Bucks' schedule these last 22, there's probably three that you can factor in as guaranteed rest days and really not have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. At Phoenix, at Cleveland, at Atlanta, you should be able to go in without him. Yes, agreed. And you should be able to win, uh, even if you don't. So who so who cares if you rest? You're on the road. I don't care what Atlanta fans I agree. paid for. I agree. 100%. Play him at home, and you might even be able to get away with a couple of more of these. Because then, just a couple of days after you're at Atlanta, you're home against Atlanta, second to last game of the year. Bucks fans mm-hmm. might be understanding at that point if you maybe it, sit him at half. Well, well, the other thing is, though, I mean, second to last game of the year, if you've already locked up the one seed, I don't think I'd play him the rest of the year. Sure. I'd just sit him. He's going to sit and rest, Unless and that's he's it. in the hunt for some, MVP. some sort of – but even if it's – Okay, so if it's MVP, which it could be, sure, defensive player of the year, because everybody's skimming to Paul George, but defensive player Why? of the year, maybe. Whatever the case is. Can Paul George guard five positions? Uh, no. I know. Can Giannis guard five listen, positions? You, you, gotta, you don't got to sell me on okay. this. I, I'm, I'm just not. saying, for the listener that maybe casually right. is just tuning in. Right. What, but that, what is these, this Bucks stuff they're talking based about? Based on what I saw today, it appears that, that Paul George might be the guy. But Giannis has every right to be in that conversation, too, and we never talk about it necessarily but he has every right to be in that conversation so yeah if there's a couple games left and it's him and Harden and Paul George battling it out and he says hey coach I know we got seen locked up and there's nothing to play for but dude if I put up two monster games here I got a good chance of winning MVP and you're Boonholzer what are you gonna do well put it this way then what gives him a better chance at winning the MVP if the Bucks go to the finals or if Giannis looks good a regular in- season award doesn't matter what happens yeah, in the postseason but I'm just saying we all know that the bias of writers but the, sways many, many ways. But I believe the votes are cast at the end of the regular season. Are before they? the yes. Before the postseason starts, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. So it doesn't even matter what happens in the postseason. All of these MVP awards are regular season awards in these sports. It's not after the postseason. That's been the one common complaint everybody has had forever that these awards should be given out after the postseason uh, and votes should be happening after the off postseason, but that's not how this goes. It is based on the regular season. Bucks over the Bulls, 117-106, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057-FM-THE-FAN. How about we eye up the enemy, Mr. Mandela? We'll eye up the enemy and look at the Bulls. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. Robin Lopez, a season high for the Bulls. 26 points uh, tonight on 10 of 16. Shouldn't even hit a three-pointer. Five of seven at the line. Lori Markinen had his way. Their defense in the beginning of this game was awful for the Bucs. Uh, 26 points, 12 boards, three assists, a steal. Uh, for Mark and Elena, 22, 2 of 6 from 3, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. 
A uh, dozen points off the bench for Wayne Selden. Uh, five of 12 for a dozen, like I said. Uh, and that was about it. Again, they were playing without uh, Dunn and without Otto Porter in this game. Bucks beat the Bulls 117-106. They did it without George Hill and without Giannis and with recently signed Isaiah Cannon recently being this afternoon. Uh, and then he ends up uh, playing for the Bucks tonight. All right, back to the phones. We go 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fan, we're two, Anthony. Uh, let's give our guy Adam in Kansas City a try again, see if he's got the better connection. Adam, what's up? Hey there. All right, so to, to answer the first uh, question, I would say no, we, we don't want to rest Giannis, quote-unquote rest, uh, if a playoff seed is in jeopardy. I will take the one seed and the home court. Uh, you never know in the NBA. They like to extend to six ga- uh, seven games. Uh, Bucks are definitely doing awesome. Uh, people here say our depth is a vulnerability. Uh, I don't know. This is one of the deepest teams I've ever seen from the Bucks. Uh, so I think they can make a run. Okay, so let's talk about the playoffs for a second, okay? Um, yep. So you get in the playoffs, normally you're going to play eight guys is normally how this goes. So once you get into the playoffs, who are your eight guys? Outside of your starting five, who are those three guys that are rotating in off the bench right now? Uh, I think DJ Wilson uh, no chance. has earned a spot. No chance. There's no way he'll play in the postseason unless somebody gets hurt. It's going to be Miritich, it's going to be Ilyasova, and probably Tony Snell. That's my guess of how this can play out. And maybe you get the ninth guy if George Hill's healthy by that time, uh, and George Hill gets some minutes. I just Because, again, the only reason DJ Wilson played tonight was because Giannis didn't play, and as you can tell by the minutes Connaughton got, they decided today was going to be a Sunday Brewers game where everybody was going to get a chance to play, and if they lost, they lost. They were fine with it uh, at that point. It's very clear that they, to me at least, I don't know what everybody else thinks, Budenholzer don't want to play with a bunch of young guys coming off the bench. He wants to play with vets. That's why they want to get Miritich. If they were fine with DJ Wilson, there was no need to get Miritich. That was it's the same position. You didn't have to go get Miritich if you were happy with DJ Wilson. But he doesn't want to have young guys in big situations in playoff games. He wants guys that have been in the postseason. Ilya Silva is that guy. George Hill is that guy. Miritich is that guy, uh, and that's what they're going to go with. Yeah, I would say uh, I would say go for it. If if medical staff is is coming in, this is a you know it's a great question, uh, and ultimately if they're coming in, say rest them, rest them. But uh, yeah, I'd go for it. Yep. All right, man. Sounds good. Uh, thanks right. for the call. Appreciate it. All right, let's uh, go to the injury report uh, for tonight's game between the Bucks and the Bulls. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. All right, as we uh, look to see what's going on here uh, with the Bucks, again, right knee soreness uh, is what they are saying uh, for Giannis. So that's fine. No big deal. Uh, as far as uh, Boonholzer and that whole deal, this is from Eric Name. I think you really have to listen to Giannis, even though he's usually a guy that fights to play and is always wanting to play, but it starts with listening to your player and then listening to Troy Flanagan in the medical group. They really monitor his loads and how he's feeling day-to-day. The assistant coaches touch and feel the players a lot. Then they pick up a lot of things, and then I think you take all of that in and put it together and hopefully make a decision with the long term in mind which goes right along with the question that we are asking tonight, the long term. So he was out. Matt Velasquez with this from before the game in regards to George Hill. 
Boonholzer indicated George Hill's groin injury, which, by the way, wasn't an abductor injury. Isn't that what they said? Yeah. And then we Left looked it up. Abductor strain. That's hip. Your, yeah, I your thought. hip muscles. I don't know what happened. Uh, George Hill's groin injury is such that he'll miss at least a few games, asking him if Bucks are considering a point guard for the open roster spot. Quote, I think we're working hard on that as we speak. I think that's certainly an area where maybe we could use some minutes, and they did just that. They go and they get Isaiah Cannon uh, to a 10-day contract. As Velasquez pointed out, that was fast. Uh, yeah. And apparently Cannon said he found out he was joining the Bucks about three hours prior to tip. So that's when it all went down and uh, found out, put a uniform on him, sent him out there, and uh, played, I think, a pretty big role there in the first half, keeping this game. The Bucks uh, in this basketball game. Bucks 117, Bulls 106. Take a quick timeout, come back, continue to take more of your calls. Giannis, right knee soreness has been an issue all year long, uh, and that's why they've been giving him rest throughout the year. Would you give him a little bit more additional rest, uh, rest of the way out to make sure that he is ready to go for the playoffs where one can't imagine that he's going to be getting rest in the playoffs. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fan. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. X-Factor of the game tonight as the Bucks win 117-106 on the road against the Chicago Bulls. There's a couple of places you could go with this. But Brooke Lopez tonight, yeah, he went 0-7 from beyond the arc. We've seen him do that, just get ice cold from deep every now and again. But the dude, in terms of setting the tone, swatted five basketballs off the court today. Five blocks for Splash Mountain uh, Brooke Lopez on the defensive end, your X factor of the game. Anthony Mandela here with you alongside Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. It's the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post game show presented by Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza here on the fan. 414 799 1250, the number if you want to hop on tonight, asking you. As was the case tonight, Giannis Antetokounmpo out with knee soreness. Do you think it would be wise to rest him more throughout the end of the regular season, even if it hurts? The Bucks playoff seating. 414-799-1250. That's the number that Monte in Chicago punched up. Monte, you're on the fan. What's going on, fellas? Not much. How you doing? What are you thinking about Giannis here? Uh, I, I, I wouldn't do it. I mean, I, like you said earlier, I think it's a few games you can pick and choose to where, you know, you can sit in. Mm-hmm. But as far as, you know, risking that number one seed, I would love to have that in my back pocket. When you get well, obviously we'll have it for the second round, but for the Eastern Conference Finals, if we can get there, man, I I, I got to have that, man, because you know, we all know playoff basketball is a different animal than you know than the regular season, and you never know about the calls and all that, and having a home the home court advantage. I I want that. Hey, you 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 got the number one seed now. I say go for it, man. Well, then the other thing is this, though, as you just said, yeah, playoffs are different, but it also means what? It's going to be more physical, and defenses are, are going to play you a little bit different from game to game as well. And you have to make sure that that knee and him are ready to go. 
Yeah, that's that's true, Sparky. But look, through it's playoff time, it's go time. Knee soreness or whatever. You, now, if this was a playoff game, we all know Giannis would have played, correct? So I mean, you you know, and you got rest between playoff games. It's uh, you know, you go for it. You you just have to go for it. All right. I understand. Yeah, I I, I, I wouldn't want to want to sit him. But I got one more thing. Sure. They, <clears throat> I'm here. Uh, they're talking about they, the, the Bucks would probably need a, to get another swing man. I don't know if the, if the Bucks are looking for one. Man, they're deep enough, man. They don't need nobody else. Pat Connaughton, you know, tonight, even when he plays, he's, uh, you know, he can play. He's not going to play in the postseason either. So you don't have to worry about him. He ain't going to play either. Okay, but if, if you get what other swing, like you said earlier, okay, they'll probably go eight deep, maybe nine. Yep. You know, if they get anybody else with that. Snell's minutes at this point. Sterling Brown's got no no chance of playing. So uh, he, they would take Tony Snell's minutes. That that's that's where it would go, and it would have to be somebody that they're convinced is an upgrade over Tony Snell. And Tony Snell hasn't been awful this year. I don't think. I mean, I think he's played better than he did last year. Right, right. He hasn't played that many minutes. But, no, I mean, hey, but when he has, he, he, he's he needed to. right. Exactly. No question right. about it. All right, man. Thanks for the call. And and that's just it. I just I don't know. I get frustrated sometimes. Because, like, look, this dude here, who clearly just doesn't believe anything that's told to him, uh, Galantine Loveless. You do know he isn't injured, right? Okay, so he, so what Boonholzer tells to the beat writers, this dude just says, oh, he's, yeah, yeah, this is fine. He's just making crap up. Okay, look, if you believe that all this stuff about his knee soreness before the season started and at the beginning of the season was just all made up crap to set it up so they could rest him throughout the year. If you believe that in your heart of hearts, okay, fine. I mean, that's that's your belief. I tend to believe there's something up with the knee. We've been dealing with this all year, and as I said before, they said it was just a rest thing, doesn't need surgery, it'll be all right. Do we not remember going back to the whole deal with Greece and how the Bucks said, no, you're not playing this knee thing acting up, we don't feel comfortable with it, you're not playing. Do we not remember that whole fiasco? I do. And then we fast forward into the season, and they say again, hey, going to have to rest them and keep an eye on this, but we're going to go with it. Okay. Guys, they're not making it up. I mean, I if you think they're making it up, then I mean, that, there's nothing I can do to change your mind, obviously, if that's where your belief is, but I'm just not there with you. I'm just not. I'm just I'm a big fan of making sure everybody is healthy for the postseason. And like I said, you want to call me scared and playing scared, whatever, I'm fine with that. Just like during Packers season. I don't want starting wide receivers returning punts. Nope. Not interested in getting somebody hurt that's a, a key player. You know, find your fourth cornerback to return the punt or your fourth receiver or whatever. Fine. Have at it. But I'm not risking getting a starter hurt on punt returns. Just like in this situation with Giannis, when I know he's dinged up already. Why in the world would I be pushing it for a seeding? If you think you're as good as what your record states, and if you think that this team is special and all of that other stuff, I mean, if you're the one seed or the two seed, it means being at home against Toronto possibly or on the road. Because again, I don't think anybody else is catching you for the one seed outside of Toronto. So if you're in Toronto or at home, do you think that's a huge difference this season? If your answer is no, then it doesn't matter. If your answer is, yeah, they can't win it. They can't win in seven against Toronto. They have to go to Toronto. 
right then, then you better play Giannis. If you think it's that tight of a of a gap between you and the the Raptors that you there's no way you win a series in Toronto, and you're thinking, how oh, we'll barely win it if we're in Milwaukee. It's, it's that tight of a series. This is come down to game seven, and there's no way we're good enough to win a game seven in Toronto. Y'all believe that? I got a feeling most of you believe that th- there's no stopping this Bucks team when they're going on a run. But I think we all agree that if Giannis's knee gets bad, the run's over. It's all done. Well, to me, better safe than sorry. That That's kind of how I look at it. All right. Uh, what are we going to do next? You did the X Factor drive of the game, Anthony Mandela. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, drive of the game. Highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Anthony Mandela, Duck Dynasty, our intern uh, on the pick here. Sam might have helped for this one, too. Did yeah. Sam help for this one, too? Yeah, but because it's the same one, because I love it so much. Oh, yeah, Faye. It's such a good call. That's lazy. All right, what do you got? Let's hear it again. Brooke doesn't even acknowledge it as Robin runs back and does his own little too-hot routine, similar, similar to what Brooke does when he knocks down threes. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Robin smiles at his brother flushing. So that's what I normally do. I hit a three. I'm six for 21 this season on threes, and you go in and do this. Hermano, hermano. It is a great call. It's such a good call. Can't even argue about that. It is a great call, no doubt. All right, let's get to a sports flash with Anthony Mandel. We'll come back. We'll hear from Coach Bootenholzer. We'll go inside the Bucks locker room. All straight ahead here on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented to you by Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Go get the pepperoni one. It's so, so good. Oh, my God, it's delicious. I wish I had one right now. Back after this. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com. Or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, Bucks over the Bulls. Tonight, see Sparky. Five for Anthony Mandela in turn Duck Dynasty here. Bucks win 117-106 to 106 over the Bulls tonight. Middleton with 22. Brogdon with 22 as well. Isaiah Cannon, who arrived at the stadium at 5 o'clock for a 7 o'clock tip. We signed just a, a three hours, four hours before uh, tip tonight. Had a couple big threes there in the first half. He had six points. 13 for Miritich, 10 for Pat Connaughton, who had 28 minutes tonight, four of 10 from the field. Now let's hear from Coach uh, Bootenholzer and see what he had to say after this Bucks victory in Chicago. You know, not very good start. Uh, the defense really turned it around. Obviously, big second quarter um, and really third and most of the fourth. Um, a lot of good defense. I would say, you know, for DJ Wilson to have not played for the last, you know, two, three games, um, to come in and give us the first quarter he did. And Isaiah Cannon basically, you know, got here about five o'clock and came in and made a couple threes. I thought those two guys in the first quarter were huge to keep us afloat. So good win, good way to start the road trip. Um, and now we'll go out west, see how we do. But how much were you able to talk to Isaiah before the game? Like, kind of catch him up to speed? How much was it? All right, let's just throw you out there and see how it goes. My part is to throw you out there and see how it goes. Um, and we did that. Um, you know, but it was good to sit down and just tell him, you know, be aggressive. Um, so I think that message comes from me. And then, you know, the assistants sit down and 
go over a little bit of offense, a little bit of defense, just do the best they can. And, and you don't want to overload somebody either. It's better for him just to play. So, um, But he's a veteran. He's been around a long time. So was, those two threes were huge. I know there was a couple plays that looked like DJ was holding his jersey, kind of directing him where to go. What did it mean that the team kind of picked him up and got him through that, even if he didn't know all the plays or know it perfectly? Yeah, I mean, I think it's indicative of kind of how our team pulls together and pulls for each other and helps each other. And, um, you know, for a guy literally just to come in and, and meet everybody at 5, 5.30 and then they feel comfortable grabbing them and pointing things out. Um, it's just, it's good. Yeah, his energy is just off the charts, you know. Um, obviously made a couple threes, but, you know, his rebounds just stand out to me. I, I felt like he had ten, you know, the, the stats only gave him five, but he gets tough rebounds, he goes up high and gets them, and he just, I think he fills our team with just great energy, great spirit. Um, he's been like that all year. I think mostly our defense. You know, I think we held them to 16 points in the in the second quarter. Um, you know, it's just uh, that stood out to me. Malcolm Brogdon, I thought, had a really good offensive second quarter. Kind of got us going, driving it, made some shots. Uh, we just played better, but I think our defense is what kind of fueled it. Uh, Bucks uh, over the Bulls tonight. Their defense wasn't very good in the first half, but it got better, and that, that's what helped them, obviously. 117-106. Uh, Milwaukee with the win. Time now for the Chili's MVB. Hey, Bucks fans. Let's get tonight's Chili's MVB. Be the first to know this standout player tomorrow morning at 835 during Chuck and Winkler to win free food from Chili's. Chili's is back, baby. Back. All right, so what are you thinking here? Well, I had two ideas, and I'll bounce them off of you so that you can pick somebody else. My first idea was a retroactive MVB, Easton King, an honorary member of the Bucks Saturday when we couldn't give an MVP. Yes, MVB, part of the Make-A-Wish uh, that's true. team. It's a very one cool story. Signing. Giannis did a great job there. Um, really cool story. Yeah, very great. Great story. Um, Easton King, Bonzi Colson, an NBA debut tonight, a childhood dream realized. Just mixing it up. Yeah, no. All right, uh, let, let's uh, talk about uh, <laughs> ones we're going to do instead. I'm okay doing something different. Sure. So we'll go Isaiah Cannon tonight. Ooh. Chili's MVB. Hit a couple big threes there in the first half to kind of keep this game within shouting distance. Gets to the arena two hours before the game. Gives you 12 uh, quality minutes at the board and two assists. Isaiah Cannon, Chili's MVB. You'll need to know uh, for Chuck and Winkler Tomorrow morning, time to go inside the locker room. We're heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. All right, so the Bucks get the win. Time now to hear what Brooke Lopez had to say after the game, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Brooke, I'm just going to put it out there. Brooke, I'm just going to put it out there. Robin played really well tonight. Yeah. Top of you. Yeah. Next play, you come down and have an absolutely monster dunk. Do you feel like you got the last lap? I think so. You know, we got the win, and he was trying to show out a little bit after that. So I'm just proud that our team came back after that, responded, and really just kind of took it from them. You know, it was a team effort, and I really think we as a whole made him look like a fool. Speaking of team effort, 42 bench points for you guys tonight. You outscore them by 20. 
How important does the bench become as you get closer and closer to the playoffs? You know, uh, it obviously becomes very important, and they did a great job of coming out tonight and picking us up. We didn't start off uh, as great as we could have, and they picked us up. You know, from there they kept us in it, and like you said, it's going to be more crucial each and every game as we get more uh, closer to the playoffs. Giannis was out, multiple guys out tonight. You guys head to the West Coast. How important was it to set the tone with a win here tonight? It was huge. You know, this is going to be a start of a big road trip. We play a lot of great teams, so uh, it was great to come out here and get a win. All right, there he is, uh, Splash Mountain, Brooke Lopez, uh, talking there after the game. I'm filling in for Bill Michaels, the uh, uh, Hoops, uh, the Milwaukee Basketball Basketball Hour. Yeah, Yeah, that's the name of the show. Did last year. Milwaukee Basketball Hour at Fuel Cafe coming up on March 6th. Which Fuel Cafe? Uh, There's more than one. There is more than one. Uh, They're both good. One's in River West. It's kind of small, so I'm feeling it's probably the one on the south side. Uh, Where's the one on the the south side? Uh, I want to say something in the neighborhood of, like, 4th and National. It's really yes. close to Stenny's. Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah. I think that's the one. I'd yeah. have to go back and look. It's at... a really cool place. They got a bunch of cars hung up on the wall and so it's like tons Quaker of space. Uh, kind of. It's like old school, like, motor, like motorcycle racing oh, yeah. kind of thing. Nice. Fuel cafe. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a cool place. I go there with my girl all the time. Sweet. I can expect go to check see it, it out. Check out Sparky and Good. Steve yeah. Novak. And... and I'm hoping for Brooke Lopez. Yeah. I'm hoping it's Brooke Lopez. We'll see if we get him, but then we could talk Disney for an hour, and I'd be so happy. 117-106, Bucks over the Chicago Bulls. I guess we'll take a quick timeout, come back. We'll get Matt Velasquez, do some forward uh, thinking, too. Look ahead to what the rest of this road trip looks like. It starts off with the Sacramento Kings coming up. Uh, on Wednesday night in Sacramento. We'll do that straight ahead. Bucks get the win, 117-106. It is the Pickett's a Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented to you by Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza, only on The Fan. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 117-106, Bucks over the Bulls tonight. Joining us now is not Anthony Velasquez, like I called him the last show. He is Matt Velasquez, joining us in the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. What's up, Matt? Hey, glad to be with you. Uh, okay, so first off, uh, let's start uh, first off by talking about this Isaiah Cannon thing. I mean, that when I got off the air, I... I don't think it had broke yet or it had just broken. I missed it before we got off the air of the big show that he, he was at the stadium and wasn't going to play in this basketball game. That was just amazing to me that they threw him right out there. Not only did he play, but he hit a couple big threes in the first half to keep that game within reach for the Bucks. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, uh, Bud had his, his pregame chat at 530. You know, I asked him, I said, hey, you know, you said George Hill might be out a little while. Are you guys looking for point guards? Had to fill that last roster spot. He's like, ah, I think this, we're working on something like that, like right now. Yeah, and, I read yeah, that but, tweet. But, Saw that tweet. Read that tweet on the air. I was all over it, Velasquez. I had you unlocked totally. It was, it was great. And then, like, I was like, okay. I have to go start looking into this. I get back into the media room, like right after Bud's pregame, and like, boom, the Bucks announced they had signed Isaiah Canaan or Canaan. I think it's pronounced Canaan. I'm still working on this. Um, but you know, he uh, they signed them. He's here. And I, I talked to him in the locker right before the game, and, and he was saying, yeah, he just got back to Chicago from uh, Minneapolis like last night. Didn't know he'd be signed by the Bucks. Did like a, a workout this morning that he would normally do, and then got a call like, hey, you want to come play for us? <laughs> We're here already. 
Oh my god! You know, it's just like a crazy situation. And, you know, Malcolm Brogdon said he just had time to like walk into the locker room, kind of dap him up, and then suddenly they're out there playing. That is just wild, and he contributed too. That's that's the crazy part about it. I was saying this earlier in the show. Pat Connaughton, twenty-eight minutes. DJ Wilson, twenty minutes. Uh, look, it's nice. I, I think how the Bucks looked at this would be like how the Brewers would look at a Sunday game, where. If we win, great, but I'm going to use this to get a bunch of guys playing time that normally wouldn't play. Giannis is going to rest. I'm only going to play Brogdon Bledsoe 25 minutes or whatever. Not going to wear anybody out and get some some bench guys some run. Is that how you think Boonholzer viewed this one? Oh, yeah. I mean, this this is a road game, you know. Uh, obviously, it's as close to Milwaukee as you can get for a road game. But it was kind of like a getaway game. You know, this is like the game before the road trip. And they just wanted to, to get out of here, you know, healthy, and, you know, he really spread the minutes out. I mean, everybody played, like, you know, among the rotation guys, it was, like, you know, 15 to, to 25 minutes, generally speaking. A couple guys up to 28, like you mentioned, Connaughton. Um, but, you know, just, you know, let's, let's let everybody out there, everybody play, get all their opportunities. And like you said, if we win, we win. If we don't, well, we'll figure it out later. Um, but they were able to, you know, beat this Bulls team, which obviously had their own injury issues with no Don, no Porter, no Carter, all, all those guys. Um, and finish out the second ever uh, season sweep of the of the Bulls in Bucks history. Let's talk a little bit about Giannis. Uh, talking here with Matt Velasquez in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel here on the uh, Pickett Say Milwaukee Pro Hoops post game show on the Fan. Uh, my question tonight on Giannis is: with this right knee thing, has been going on since the beginning of the season. They said it wasn't needed surgery, but the best thing for this thing was apparently rest. Uh, and therefore, you go throughout the season, he gets a random day off here and there. I saw the Budenholzer quote from earlier that Eric Neyman tweeted out about when they decide to give Giannis the rest for his knee and how the trainers involved in the athletic staff and all that other things. For me, it's if he needs, if you want to give him extra games off against bad teams like this one here, the rest of the way to assure yourself that he's going to be ready to go in the postseason when the games get more physical and he's going to be asked to play more minutes, even if that might cost you the one seed by doing it, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. You know, because what's better to to be the one seed, but you know, lose Giannis because his body breaks down in the in the second round or the yep. third round, right. or, or to be the two seed and have Giannis for the duration? Um, I think that you have to give him rest. Every team gives their best players rest. You know, it just doesn't matter. It's just a question of like, what do they label it? You know, this is only the second game that Giannis has been labeled out with right knee soreness. Mm-hmm. They've been the two most recent times he's sat. It's not like last year where every time he missed it was because of knee soreness. Yep. Um, you know, he, he's had different bumps and bruises. You know, he's been kind of worn down. And when they sat him against Washington, like, you know, he had the, the hip contusion and the, and the quadriceps uh, soreness and all this stuff. Like, he, he was looking kind of run down then. And so, you know, it was good for them to get, get the rest, even though they didn't get the win in that game. Um, you know, so it's just important to, to monitor his health to make sure – he is at full strength uh, when they come to playoff time, regardless of what their seed is, because they're always going to be better with him on the court than not on the court. No question. Agree. I'm glad we both agree on this because a majority of people thought I was crazy. How could you possibly, do, you know, possibly give up the one seed? He's got to play all the way out. You got to have the one seed. People think that they're just making it up. That he really doesn't have knee issues. That they're just using it for a reason to to rest him. So I was like, okay, I I, I don't want to argue with everybody about this. I mean, people people's knees get sore during the basketball season. It doesn't just happen to him. It happens to a lot of people. And he's had this thing for, you know, going back to last summer when he had to withdraw Greece. from the Greek national yep, team. Yep, brought that up. Yep. And all of last season, mm-hmm. he, he had the knee that they were keeping an eye on. It's, I mean, he's obviously like almost seven feet tall. 
Like knees are things that you should worry about and pay attention to and, and treat with the utmost care, especially for a 24-year-old cornerstone of your franchise. Don't take chances in games where you don't have to. It's, it's pretty simple to me. I don't know why there's a problem with it. Seven feet tall, knees, feet, and backs. Those are things you have to be concerned about when you are dealing with big men that size. Uh, all right, so four-game West Coast trip at Sacramento on Wednesday, at the Lakers on Friday. LeBron, well, I don't know if you've seen LeBron's quotes from after the loss of the Grizzlies tonight, but that dude it's amazing. Uh, at Utah on Saturday, back-to-back. Now, again, in that situation, if I'm the Bucks, there's no reason to play Giannis both those games if you don't want to. Uh, and then Monday at Phoenix, probably don't need to play him there either if you don't want to uh, at this point. But, again, looking at this West Coast trip, you've got two two playoff teams for sure in Sacramento and Utah that you're going to deal with. Uh, Lakers, I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. Uh, and the Suns. Did I sum that up correctly, or are you buying the Lakers being a playoff team? I mean, I, I don't know yet if I, if the Kings will be a playoff team. I, I think they have the talent to be a playoff team, and they'd be a super fun playoff team. Yeah, they would. Uh, but it, but they do have a tough schedule, and they do have to kind of still navigate their way there and finish the season strong. Um, you know, the, the Bucks obviously have that rematch game uh, with the Suns, a game they should never have lost yep. in Milwaukee, where they were healthy. Um, you know, and they, they shouldn't have lost that game, and they don't like to lose the same team twice. So a little, little fire for that game. Um, you know, though, I could see someone, whether it's Giannis or, or Chris or, or Eric or somebody else getting getting some rest in, in one of those games. Um, you know, and, and Utah, they haven't won there since, like, 2001. I know a lot of these guys don't care about that, but, you know, there, there's, there's a little narratives going on into each game, and I think each game on its own will be really interesting uh, and provide a different kind of, of test for the team that they had, you know, you know, throughout the West Coast. Thank you so much for coming on, Matt Velasquez, and uh, we'll talk to you again uh, Wednesday night against Sacramento. And uh, we'll have a debut of a new host on this show. Jeff Orlovsky takes control of this show on Wednesday night. Ryan Horvat is doing the morning show now uh, with Chuck and Winkler, so he can't be working late Wednesday night games. So uh, Jeff Orlovsky in here Wednesday night. Can't wait for some uh, some late-night Wednesday hoops. All right, buddy. Sounds good. Take care. Have a safe flight. There is Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. How about some forward thinking? What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Financial partners moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. Well, the Sacramento Kings lose tonight uh, in Minnesota. Kings not a good road team. 12-18 and 18 on the road now after the 112-105 loss. Bagley uh, gets into the starting lineup tonight. Uh, the Rook, 25 points, 11 boards, a couple block shots. He is really, really, really talented. Uh, Fox tonight, 23-5-3. Buddy Heald, 18-8. Uh, on the night, uh, overall, Fox 8 of 24. That's that's not going to cut it. Bogdanovich was awful. 3 of 13 uh, off of the bench for them. That's the one thing with Bagley on the bench. They were really having a big impact off the bench. And uh, just didn't happen tonight. Carl Anthony Towns re- returns for the Timberwolves tonight. Got 34 points, 21 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 block shots on 13 of 18. Think he's a difference maker for the Minnesota Timberwolves? Thank God they're done with. Uh, so Sacramento Kings and Bucks Wednesday night. Jeff Orlovsky will be in this chair on Wednesday night. I wish him luck. 
and uh, should be fun to see uh, how he does on Wednesday night after what should be a very, very entertaining basketball game between those two teams. Anthony Mandela, thank you so much. Duck Dynasty, other side of the glass, thank you. I am off tomorrow. My two-year-old becomes a three-year-old tomorrow, so he took off for his birthday. Talk to you next Wednesday on The Big Show at 2. Toodles! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.